0: join in what other churches and what other denominations are doing as one unifying church. So as we are using it right here sitting in the United Methodist church, there are Episcopalians who are hearing these scriptures and reading these scriptures and hearing the word proclaimed um, in their churches. And there are Catholic churches who are hearing these scriptures and hearing words proclaimed. And we are all a part of this one big church. But we are all distinct and that there are different celebrations and different feasts or festivals that some churches partake in and others do not. And tonight is one of those nights. Today in the Episcopal Church tradition and in the Catholic Church tradition is what they call a Feast of St. Luke where they celebrate uh, the Saint, Luke. And they gather for, sometimes a meal, uh, and worship, reading uh, scriptures from the Gospel of Luke. Because they believe that Luke is a very important person. He was called Luke the Evangelist. And uh, one of the original apostles that Largely, the Christian tradition believes wrote the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles because both of these writings are very closely linked in style. And so, by holding up Is written to us through the power of the Holy Spirit. And they hold up St. Luke as someone to emulate, someone worthy of holding up to the light as an example of what it looks like to meet, be a Christ follower. Want you walk into Duke Chapel right before you enter into the, the big, lofty doors. They have the holy statues and of uh, uh, the original apostles in those lofty doors. So I know what you mean. Any others? Yes, John. evangelism, what does that mean for us? And we believe that tonight we can uncover sort of the layers of that question by holding up the example of St. Luke, by holding up the scriptures that we believe he penned, holding up the person of Christ and the way in which he talked about Christ as an example of a way love in and through Christ as somehow an incomplete story in and of Christ in and of Christ alone. The way that his gospel is written almost feels like an invitation. The story of Christ's life, death, and resurrection is an invitation for us to continue that story in the life of the community of And in the mission of the people who call themselves Jesus followers. That's why we believe that the Gospel of Luke and the Acts of the Apostles were meant to be one story held together. Instead of split into two separate stories. Because the story of God's love doesn't end with Christ. It began with Christ. Well, it began all the way back, but... but this new covenant began with Christ and continues still so today. There is more of a story to be told. It is intended to continue. And we see that story continues through the way the early church gathered together and began the other churches through people like Peter and Paul. And we see that invitation extended to us today, to you and to me. In Christ's life, the way that we tell Christ's story is an invitation for us to be involved in his work as well. And offers us a framework, an idea of how to move the story forward right here and right now.
1: So we turn to the story of Jesus
0: in the Gospel of Luke, the pinnacle story where Jesus begins his public ministry, in Luke chapter four, verses fourteen to twenty-one, and I invite you to follow along with me. Yeah. And as you do, I invite you to think of where the Holy Spirit is pulling your attention. Then. The power of the Holy Spirit returned to Galilee, and a report about him spread throughout all the surrounding region. He began to teach in their synagogues and was praised by everyone. When he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed, to proclaim the fear of the Lord's favor. He then rolled up the scroll and it back to the attendants. And sat down. The eyes of all the synagogue were fixed on him. Then he began to say to them, Today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. This is the word of God for us, the God, and we say, Thank you, God, Will you pray for me? <clears throat> Holy God, through power of the Holy Spirit, teach us this evening. Open our hearts and our minds and our ears, that we might both hear all You have to say to us. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Alright, so where did you feel the Holy Spirit draw your attention here? What word are of praise? What would you Feel the thread of the Holy Spirit, always mm-hmm. pulling and leaving the movement. Thank you, John. Any others? Yeah, sorry, I missed Hello. Hello. And I was going to So I guess I'm up, maybe I can Yeah. yeah. And you get involved. I mean, we have examples, especially in Scripture, uh, I believe in the Gospel of Luke, even, when Jesus was a young boy sitting in the synagogue and his parents left a lot. I mean, so he was formed and shaped by the community of faith.
1: So I think of this
0: community as knowing him, watching him growing up, doing, knowing something exciting was happening within him. And they send him away, and he comes back as, <coughs> as a rabbi, as a teacher, <coughs> and stands up and reads the scroll. Yeah. Any other places? For me, it was the power of reading this really uh, potent word, stopping no explanation, rolling it back up, handing it off, and then sitting down. It doesn't say he stood back up, but from that seated position amongst the crowd, he said, today is the day the scripture has been fulfilled. That's how? Any others? In this inaugural ministry moment, Jesus is making an important statement about who he is and what his ministry is going to look like moving forward. After hearing Jesus read from this Isaiah scroll, what might you expect Jesus would be up to? What, from reading this, do you think his ministry is going to be about? What are some of the action words that we hear here? Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is bringing good news to the poor. When someone sitting in the synagogue hears that word "poor," they don't only hear people who have little to no money. That's part of it, but they hear all of the people who are on the margins. So Jesus is expounding this idea of "poor" to mean everybody who is not in another action word proclaim release recover sight set free proclaim these are action words and this is the framework Jesus used to continue God's story of love that began the moment God spoke and let there be light. The way that Luke describes how Jesus told the story of love was through these action words all throughout his ministry. We see and read examples of Jesus doing just this, reaching out to the persons who are on the margins, proclaiming release and recovering sight. So what if, what if this is what evangelism looks like? Not only preaching from a lofty place, but a doing of some sort. If we read further in Luke's Gospel after this inaugural moment, we see that in the very next chapter, Jesus is not going to do this work all alone. The very next thing that he does in chapter five is invite the disciples into this work of experiencing storytelling and the way Jesus tells God's story of love through these action ways. And then they go through a long period of time where they are traveling with Jesus, watching Jesus tell the story of love by healing. By proclaiming, by setting free. Then, in Luke chapter 9, Jesus sends those disciples out to do that very same thing. I believe this is what it means to Evangeline to share again and again the story of God's love and how that story has played out in our own lives. It's telling the story again and again, not only through words, but through our actions, through art, through poetry, through singing, any way that we have been gifted to then go out and to share that gift with others. One of the ways that God has been at work in your life